The fact of the matter is, whether you've been in network marketing for years or just a few days, your family and friends have seen your opportunity and your phone is, as we call it, burnt. If you're anything like me, that's a scary thought. So the big question is, how do entrepreneurs like us, who love the network marketing profession, who no longer want to be that guy and are tired of convincing people during uncomfortable let's get coffee meetings where they say, what's this all about? How do we market in a way that aligns us with our dream clients and expands our network of upfront and transparent professionals, allowing us to get our time back, our families back, and gain a real passive asset? People like us who value impact over income, we deserve to see our visions once and for all. Join me in this podcast where we'll uncover just how to do that. My name is Eric Sablon. Welcome to Burnt Phone Marketing. What is going on, everybody? Eric Sablon here with Burnt Phone Marketing, and I have a treat for you guys today. An amazing, amazing individual. She has actually been a TEDx, TEDx speaker two times, featured on ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox News. She's an amazing and truly unforgettable coach and mentor. Um, please welcome Miss Saba Ali to the show. Saba, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so, so, so excited to be here. Um, and I appreciate that introduction. <laughs> no problem. I'm, I'm excited. I, and I know that, uh, I know that a lot of people have heard about 10X, uh, TEDx and, and all of the stuff that you've been on is amazing. And I just kind of want to get deep into a little bit about your story. And, you know, I, we met in a mastermind group. So I'm telling all of you guys right now, if you're not paying for a mastermind, you're not connecting with the right people. You pay to get into these really, really good masterminds. But once you get into these masterminds, you got to get in there and you got to network with the people because those people are the ones that are going to take you to the next level. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. first tip right off the bat, get into a mastermind and connect with the people. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know. Absolutely. Like, yeah, for me, backstory, like how, how I even got into entrepreneurship was actually meeting one of my mentors when I was in my university. So I started when I was 19, still in college. I actually went to go listen to an extra credit speaker for one of my classes, let alone I didn't know he was an entrepreneur who would change my life. But I reached out to him, started to intern and work alongside his companies for the first few years when I was still in college. And that's how I really learned a lot of marketing, PR, branding. And as I was doing that, I was basically just documenting and sharing my story online. Like I was producing content on Facebook, on Instagram. And back then I didn't really know I was building a brand, but now looking back, I was building a brand without really even knowing it. So, you know, I did that for a few years people started to follow me and I was like, okay, what can I do to really amplify my brand? And that's why I decided to, to write a book. Back then, since I was in college, I focused it towards college students at the age of 20. Um, and that was really like my first product that I sold online that gave me the opportunity to get some of these features on ABC, speak on stages, and then fast forward. This is now 2018, almost three years ago, I was graduating college. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't want to work a job. <laughs> right. And before that I was running like a small agency doing social media management work for local businesses, but I got into coaching when I graduated and I've been doing it full time since then. That is so awesome. So what I got from that really was like, you, you, you latched onto a mentor, like an yeah. extra credit class. Hello. They're, they're all over. If you're looking for them, they're all over. 
So you yeah. jump into that and you intern. So you put in the, I work for free-ish kind yep. of for a little while. Yep. And then built off that. And I actually want to know because I don't want to write a book because I'm kind of like, I'm, I always say I'm a C student on a good day. <laughs> so tell me a little about the journey of you writing that first book. What was like, what, what spearheaded you to, you know what, I'm going to write a book because so many people say it and they never yeah. get to the second or third page. Yeah. So the reason why I'm laughing is because I always wanted to write a book. I don't know, just even just like the title of being an author, I always thought it was so cool. Um, but one of my uh, good friends, Laura, she does this like she owns a business where she helps people write and publish books and she gave me a challenge this was of course when i was back in college 20 years old she was like why don't you write publish your book in 30 days i'm like that's not possible <laughs> at all but of course me i'm extremely competitive so i'm like okay i went on facebook did a facebook live saying all right, guys, I'm doing it. I'm going to write, launch, and publish my book in 30 days. So that was my journey. I put it out there. I had a lot of people supporting me through the entire 30 days. I wrote it probably in like three weeks, sent it out to editor. They edited, published it on Amazon, and I hit bestseller the first day that I published it. Um, but that journey was going back and looking at it, I probably can't do that now. <laughs> it was it was a lot of work, but it was definitely such a crazy journey. And it goes to show when you really do put a deadline to something and you put it out to your audience because you can't let them down and they're holding you accountable. It really allows you to show up and play full out. Well, that's like one of our mentors, both of our mentors talks about showing up and playing full out. And yeah. Putting that deadline on it is a big is, is is a huge thing, and and a lot of people are like you know what I don't want to tell the world because I don't want to fail, mm -hmm. I don't want to stumble, I don't want to take thirty two days. <laughs> on that note, what would you say to that person who's like you know what I'm just not going to do it because it might take me longer than thirty days and I might fail at this book. Yeah. So the thing is, if we, you have if you have that fear of oh like what if I can't do it or what if I give up. The thing is, people are still going to support you through that process. Um, and for me, I'm pretty sure it was 30 days, but there's been so many times that I've put things up on social media, I've been sharing my journey and things have failed <laughs> miserably. And like one that I can share with you guys is once again, when I was in college, me and one of my good friends, Dan, we actually started a podcast show. We did it for six months and we were like, OK, it would be cool to create like a small coaching accelerator program for college students and teaching them how to grow on social media. Back then, we literally had no idea how to put together an offer, market, sell it. Um, I shared it all over my social media and it like crashed and failed, <laughs> right? So it's like things like that. I'm like, okay, looking back, I'm so glad I did it because more than anything, people follow you because of the journey that you're putting out there. Um, and the thing is, it's better done than just thinking about it and sitting there of the inaction. Yeah, hundred percent. And and one of the things that I always my mentor always told me is like, dream, struggle, victory. Like people want to see that everybody's got the dream and then they struggle, but it's really that like ten percent at the end of struggle and that ten percent of victory that everybody wants to understand, see, yeah. and basically follow and latch onto. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So that that's a big thing. I'm I'm looking at my notes real quick. So. <laughs> 
So you have a, a, an amazing journey as an entrepreneur and as a coach and and all, all of that, the, the journey that you've been on. And it like, tell me a little bit about like the last like two and a half years, because I've seen, I, I we met in a mastermind and I've seen like substantial growth with you over the last couple of, I mean, honestly, over the last eight months, it's been like, holy cow, this girl came out of nowhere and it's just going crazy and creating <laughs> this unforgettable brand. So tell, tell me a little bit about that journey that has been. Yeah, looking back, it's been crazy. Of course, um, as us as entrepreneurs, um, we feel like we haven't done that much or we feel like we should be a lot further ahead just because we're so like in the action every single day. Every so often, like I'll sit there and I'll look back and be like, oh my gosh, I've came so far. Um, for me, I think like the biggest thing that's really allowed me to accelerate quicker within even just like the last six months um, is really, really, really focusing on my own personal development and really focusing on the vision of how I want to build a business around my lifestyle. Um, before, like once again, like I graduated three years ago. So for the first year when I was trying to really build and scale my coaching business, I didn't know how to run a real business. <laughs> it was kind of putting content out there, you know, getting some clients. My delivery was off. I had no systems, no no real sales process, of course, you know, it was just me and there, I had no team. But what I realized was, you know, it's really, really, really simple to make money online. What's difficult is actually growing and scaling a sustainable business, sustainable business model. So when I hit that point of, okay, like I can make money online, that's fine. I can, you know, I can live off of this business. Mm -hmm. into the next phase of like okay how can i actually scale this thing and actually be a real business owner so of course for me just like what you said when we jumped on i am big into investing into coaches and mentors and masterminds and programs just because i know it's so much like i can get to my goals and my destination a lot faster by learning from someone who's already done it right if i'm wasting days weeks months even years trying to figure it out on my own like you know what's the point we're just wasting time over here um but yeah like once again like i think when i really tapped more into my vision of how i see my business growing and scaling within the next few years that energy felt so much more aligned for me to just show up even more powerfully i can tell that you have a very very good coach because the way that you're saying that the vision the showing up, the energy, all of that stuff is like, I know I, I've heard that before and I and, and I follow that same exact thing um, and how he does it. But what, what I like, what, what I like what you just said was, you know, the biggest problem with a lot of people is they're like, I can't figure out how to make money online. And what I love what you said was, once you start to do it, once you start to make money online, then it's like, how do I scale this and make it a business business? How do I, how do I like, what do I got to do to make it a business business? And then another nugget, if you guys are taking notes, the another big nugget that she said was, you know, it's about scaling the business. It's about creating a business business. And then if there's arrow, you don't have to have the arrows in the back. You don't have to take those arrows. Just go and find people that have already paved the path and follow their lead and get mentored by them because it makes a huge difference and it makes everything go a lot faster when you're not running through those 
silly things that they went through. They were like, don't do that. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I won't do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's like, because me looking back, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now without those coaches and mentors. And more than anything, like you also get to a point in your business where you already know all the strategy. <laughs> like there really isn't that much more to learn, especially when it comes to like marketing and sales. But the reason why I continue to invest into those coaches, once again, it goes back to proximity and really understanding like the energy that you're in. Um, for me, something like, like I'm always really transparent about my business and where I'm at. Something for me that I realized within the past year is I would get into emotional cycles every two and a half months within my business. So it'd be like, oh my gosh, doing really well. And then like something would be off and I would like plummet. And my boyfriend actually picked this up. He was like, I see this pattern that's going on, what's happening. And for me, what I realized was I was hitting upper limits. If you guys are familiar with that, um, it's from the book, The Big Leap or The Leap or something, upper limit problems, which is basically you yourself holding yourself back from reaching that next success, right? So it's either like, you know, for some people it's like they get sick, for some people, you know, they just like self-sabotage. Um, for some people, they feel like they're outshining others so they can't get to that next level. So for me, I I figured out what those like upper limits were. So before I were to like hit that that downfall again, it's me getting out of that cycle. So, so you know, that doesn't happen anymore. So for me, understanding my patterns and breaking that cycle, I think also has allowed me to you know, accelerate within even just the last few months in my business. Wow. Like that is mind blowing because you see, you saw it, you felt it, you were there. That's your journey. I mean, that's like a master class in its own right there. Just like, like self-sabotage, upper limits, get sick, blah, blah, blah. If you get to this point, you're going to hit this hat. You're going to hit this and this is going to happen. And God, that's, that's a, We'll have to write that one down. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you guys are feeling that, understand, like, take a look at the patterns that you are seeing. And if that upper limit is really is is really what's stopping you, take a look at it. Because I know we hit that upper limit too. Mm -hmm. And now that you're saying it, it's like boom, all right, I get it now. So yeah. thank you. Huge nugget. I'm I'm learning. You're always learning. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I know you wanted to talk about a couple things um, on on our uh, how to build an unforgettable brand that sells online is one of the things that they the, the questions that came up. So like I know you brand unforgettable, which is amazing. So give give us like a two nuggets that that the audience can take and use to build an unforgettable brand that sells online. Yeah. So of course I love talking about this. You know, I talk about it 24 seven all day on social media with my clients. Um, and a big thing that people are running into in the online space, whether, you know, you're a coach, consultant, service provider, whatever you do online is, you know, the thought of the market is getting extremely saturated. Therefore there is more competition, more people doing exactly what I'm doing. How am I going to grow, scale, survive? Um, and the way I like to explain unforgettable branding is no one is literally you, right? So for me, when I look at the marketplace, there really is no saturation because no one has your unique skills, your story, and the framework you use to get your clients results, right? So the first thing that you want to do to identify what your unforgettable brand is, 
is what is the feeling and experience you want to create for your consumers, right? That's the entire definition of what I use for branding. So when someone lands on your profile, when they read your post, watch one of your videos, listen to a podcast show, what type of feeling are they experiencing, right? Are they feeling empowered? Are they feeling nurtured? Are they feeling comfortable, right? What does that does that feeling look like for the ideal client? And then the second thing is finding what your, your platform of choice is and just going all in on it, right? So a lot of people, what happens is when they're either starting or scaling their business, they'll choose a lot of different type of platforms to try and grow and scale on but their focus is split. Right. So it's like 25% Facebook, 25% Instagram, 25% LinkedIn, and 25% TikTok. Right. So no, like real 100% focus on one. So it's really hard for them to grow and scale like a tribe of, of people that will actually rave about their, their offers, their services, and of course, buy into them. Um, so for me, when I first got started, a lot of my focus was on Instagram. Um, as I started to grow and scale, I started to diversify a little bit more on Facebook. So now for me, it's like Facebook and Instagram. Um, but that's like the core thing. If you can identify the feeling and experience that your brand gives off, guess what? People are going to naturally get attracted to you by the content that you create on that platform. And eventually what will happen is they'll get used to you showing up every single day. And it's kind of like, um, you know, on Netflix when you, I don't watch TV that much, but some people might relate on Netflix. When you find a show you really love, you binge watch it. Same thing with someone online. I'll find people online. I love what they're about. I love the feeling and experience I get when I'm on their page. And I'll wait for their posts every single day and I'll binge watch it all. Um, so that's, that's the type of dynamic you want to create online when you're scaling. So like that was, those were two huge nuggets, like amazing. So what, what feelings are your clients going to experience when they come to your page? And yeah. then I, I like what you said, like people will binge watch you. Mm -hmm. like, literally they will binge watch you. So um, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, how good is my content? Well, sometimes your content might be all over the place. It's just not focused enough. For someone to binge watch they want it, that feeling that experience that 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 safe place that yeah. position where they, they get that feeling when they're watching you so just remember that when you're putting out your content so yeah that's that's amazing thank you for that that's some of huge course value. this is like a coaching call i love it <laughs> i love it i love to share all my secrets with you guys <laughs> so I got another question for you. I know you wanted to talk about three unforgettable marketing strategies to do online. I, I know you probably have these laid out, but go ahead and fire away the three unforgettable marketing strategies to do online. Yeah, for sure. So of course, there's, there's so many that I would love to share with you guys. Um, but the core three, I'll narrow it down to the ones that are working really well for me right now and for my clients. Um, the first one is doing short trainings online. Okay, so what I do, um, and I'll break it down like actual tactics so you guys can implement this for yourself is this is something that we've been testing it's been working really well to generate leads and book calls and get clients is 
creating a short mini training, like 20, 30 minutes, promoting it on a Monday, doing it on a Wednesday. Two day promotion. There's not really much prep. You're basically just posting on your social media, getting people to comment, having them show up on Wednesday, do the actual training. And on the training at the end, I have a call to action for them to book a call with you. So this is basically a shorter version of, I know before we jumped on, we were talking about five-day challenges, a shorter version of a five-day challenge. Um, and five-day challenges, that's probably my second marketing strategy I want to talk about, which is extremely profitable, but it does take more time, effort, and energy. So doing these trainings work like a charm, especially if you do have an audience that's already built on your social media and you just need to generate some leads, do that. Um, I tested it before. I actually did it once a week for a month was amazing and it really doesn't take that much time and effort the second one is doing a three or five day challenge that does take a little bit more more time more effort just to get people to register usually it's like a four-week process in total um mm -hmm. one to two weeks to actually promote one week to do the actual training and then of course the follow-up booking calls and, and getting clients from there um, but that strategy works really well especially if you are funneling in cold leads because over the course of three to five days, they're showing up, you're with them for an hour, you build that know, like, and trust factor. And at the end, they're like, I've already learned so much. I feel like I have to buy from him or her, right? Like the sale is already made. <laughs> uh, so, so that's something that my business implements, you know, seasonally to really just amplify those sales. And then the third thing I want to say that works really well um, and this is specifically focused if you utilize Instagram or Instagram stories. Um, I guess you can also do on Facebook, like Facebook stories, but I primarily do this on Instagram is, and this is going in such detail, you guys, if you guys implement this, this is going to be a game changer for you, um, is implementing the poll feature on your Instagram story. Um, so if you guys are familiar with that, you can either, you know, post a picture on your story or I, or I like to do videos. I'll be like, Hey guys, coming out with a training on Wednesday, um, you know, and you'll have a poll of like, yes or no. I usually type in yes or yes. And every single person who votes on that poll, great way to start a conversation and generate leads that way. Um, and I'll do it by posting like client results, screenshots, testimonials. Do you want results like this? Add in the poll. And that way it's so easy to generate leads. Um, so those are three core marketing strategies that anyone can utilize right now to generate leads and get clients. So Saba, you're dropping bombs today. I, dropping bombs. <laughs> dropping bombs. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. Like you're you're dropping so many bombs that I'm like taking notes. I'm over here taking notes while she's talking. So so guys, I'm running. The, I'm, I'm doing an interview and I'm still learning because you get better and better people as you reach up and find more and more people. Like I've been, I've been actually trying to get this interview since last July, just so you guys know, like I sent a note out last July because Saba asked me something about mini chat and I was like, you should hop on my face on, on my, uh, on my podcast. And I guess we just we weren't ready, but now we're ready. So this is super awesome. Thank goodness that I finally got you on. That's, huge huge huge, yeah. huge thank you there's yeah. one question that i want to ask yeah for sure that i totally want to ask because i do i watched a bunch of tedx when i was like really getting into marketing and i was like wow these guys are amazing this is super cool so 
what tips would you give the audience that helped you get on TEDx, not just once, <laughs> but twice? There are a few tips to get the, just to get to the right places, to be in the right positions to get that offer. Yeah, yeah, so that's a great question. Um, so the first one, the first talk I got, um, it was solely, honestly, just by applying. So the way that like TEDx events work is either you apply or you get nominated as a speaker and like the committee chooses. So for me, the first one that I got, um, I applied and primarily what they look for at the TEDx events is the idea that you're pitching. Now, a lot of mistakes people do is they'll pitch themselves like their own story, you know, what makes them awesome and, you know, why they should be speaking on stages. But they're really looking for like the new idea, right? And also each TEDx event, it has a specific theme. So if you're applying to a TEDx talk event and your idea doesn't match the theme, they're not gonna take you, right? So before you start to apply to every single one, really find one that resonates with the idea that you're trying to share and only apply to that one. Um, for me, the first one that I applied to, I actually was able to find the email of the person who was like on the committee, on the committee. And of course me, I'm like, we'll stalk you and follow up until, <laughs> you know, I hear, I hear back from someone. So for me, it was simple as, hey, you know, my name is Saba. I sent in an application. I'm just wondering if there's anything I can do to support in making this event awesome. You know, just kind of keeping tabs and looking at their process and their deadline and not just saying, hey, I want to be a speaker, but how can I continue to support? Um, so from there, you know, just, just following up, I was chosen to, to give that talk and that was in Michigan for my first one. And then the second one was actually by invite from my university. Um, so that was the second one. But yeah, like if I were to highlight three things, once again, have an idea that you want to share with an audience. It's not like don't highlight your story. You don't even have to be a speaker, right? They don't care if you've never spoken before. They're just looking for that new um, idea that's so fresh. Number two, find an event that has a theme that is, you know, relates to the idea that you're pitching. And number three, like, just, just follow up, just be there, ask how you can support, don't be a stranger. And of course, like the more people that you can connect with that are either TEDx events, coordinators, um, people that are on like the committee and team, they can also nominate you. And from there, it's, it is an easier process. So, so get in on the inside, figure out a way to get in, serve, <laughs> throw value into the void, just serve, yeah. serve, serve and take notes and follow up profusely. Mm -hmm. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> be an entrepreneur is basically what you're saying. It's like, uh, be yeah. an entrepreneur, have a good offer, but the offer is not you. Yeah. The offer is aligned with them. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Okay. Well, you know, we're coming up on, the, on time. So I want to thank you. This was a great interview. I was... I, this is amazing. Like all of the nuggets that you dropped, if you guys didn't catch it, rewind back, figure out how to build a lot, how to build an unforgettable online a brand that sells online. The three nuggets that she gave you for marketing strategies to do online and the two, the two to three steps that she could, she could help you with that I took notes on 
to get on a TEDx talk. So yeah. thank you. I'm super excited. Is there anything that, you know, is there anything that you want to, I don't know, give away? Is there anything like that that you want to like, so if the, if the um, audience wants to reach out to you directly, is there anything that you have that, yeah. that we can do for you? Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, I love doing these and I'm, I'm really glad that you got a lot of value and hopefully the viewers did too. Um, yeah, I do have, of course, like you guys can, you know, find me on Instagram, Facebook, on Instagram. I'm always documenting my journey, my life. <laughs> so if you guys are curious and want to follow along, you can find me there. Um, and I also do have a free five day challenge. If you guys want to go through it, um, it's called land your next client, high ticket client in five days. Um, that was one that I did back in October of 2020. So depending on when you're listening to this, it could be, you know, a, a long time ago. But that that challenge was awesome. People landed real high ticket clients in real time, completely free. Um, so I don't know if there's somewhere I can drop the link. <laughs> or so what I'll do is I'll actually put it in the show notes. Okay. So okay, that works. That link for that five day challenge will be in the show notes. And then what I'll do is I'll also create a landing page for you that'll actually drive people back to that um, that five-day challenge and a link to your Facebook profile. So that link will be www.burnfullmarketing.com forward slash Saba, S-A-B-A-H. So that's www.burnfullmarketing.com forward slash Saba. So we'll take care of that for you and I'll get that dialed in for you. You'll have a, a landing page that's all set up when we launch this uh, this this podcast this podcast episode awesome sounds good thank you so much for having me again thank you so much guys and make sure you listen to the full outro because like always i always 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 give something away for free and make sure you pay attention because this what we're giving away this time is amazing it's a phenomenal way to you know what i'm just going to let you listen to the outro and then you guys can catch the catch what what it is so I'll catch you guys all on the next episode of Burnt Phone Marketing Radio. Thank you. See you next time. Thank you so much for your listenership and your continued support of Burnt Phone Marketing Radio. This is Eric Sablon. And as a bonus to you, I wanted to give you guys a free strategy session with me. All you have to do is go to www.burntphonemarketing.com forward slash book a call. And we will set up a strategy session to help you get unstuck. So that's www.burnfoammarketing.com forward slash book a call.